Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. It's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. Good morning. Now, Steve, I don't usually start off straight away with a news story, but what's your favourite news story of the week? Well, see, I haven't really... I don't. I sort of avoid the news. Okay. I don't when avoid I s- it. Yeah. I put but news one, in inverted I, I commas. Think, yeah, the one has one has been one has come towards me at speed. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Is it the Willy Wonka experience? It's the Willy Wonka. It's the Glaswegian Willy Wonka experience. I mean, where did that even happen? Who came up with that? Just in a pub. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's, it's not Willy brilliant. Wonka. Obviously, people have been very upset no. and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. aside from that, it's very funny. Just so it was all. It, we haven't got any. Like, the police got, like, were called. And, yeah, it's all done with AI, wasn't it? So all the promotional stuff—it looked amazing. Who can take a sunrise? Looked like that, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it looked and amazing. In reality, who can take a sunrise? <laughs> the Candyman can. It Damn was. It. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, the video! I've, I'm just obsessed with the videos of people shouting. I haven't seen the videos. I've only seen. I've only seen still photos. Is the video? Oh yeah, there's loads of videos of. Oh, like Because Glaswegian mums do not mess about, Steve. No, they. Especially if you took, <laughs> if you've taken thirty-five quid off them, half term as well. Half term. You've tried to kill a day, going right. We'll go at that Willy Wonka experience. It looks amazing. I know. Oh, livid. It was. It was something else. If you've not got round to um, to seeing it, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, they basically, uh, it's sort of an immersive experience. Yeah. Um. Where they sort of go around and they're supposed to, you know, obviously, you know, you'd expect lots of sweets and stuff like that. They, yeah. Um, kids got a jelly bean and a quarter of a cup of lemonade at the end. A quarter of a cup. A quarter of a, a cup. Such a specific amount of cup. I know. Um, they, uh, yeah, they basically have just been ripped off. They, is, can I just l- say, in fairness to them, is there any chance Slugworth's mm. behind this? Well, Sully the, Sully the good name Sully of the good Willy name Wonka. Wonka. You know it mean? could be, could be. Yeah, um, yeah. It was. If you've not got a chance to catch it, ST have been sort of running it for the last couple of days. Um, they hired a load of actors in to uh, do it. Um, the company's called the House of Illuminati. Uh, Apologised to customers for a very stressful and frustrating day. Unfortunately, last minute we were let down in many areas of our events. I think yeah. AI might have written this apology. Yeah, I think they have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, it's uh, it's pretty special. Like when Many you actually look at of the... the event, I love that. So the yeah. lemonade people let them down. Well, we've and only the... got enough for a quarter cup of lemonade then. And the jelly bean people, obviously. Yeah, as the well, jelly bean probably... people. Well, one each then. Yeah, that didn't help. <laughs> Just the photos though are so like so depressing. And the and what's funny is the story, like the immersive story that um, uh, that the kids are supposed to follow around <laughs> just bears no. It's not. It's not got any like Links relation. Or Dahl or the films yeah. or anything. Um, yeah, it's. Um, there's a comedian apparently um, who was booked to play Willy Wonka himself. Yeah. Um, he's. I just noticed that he'd come out and um, uh, chatted about it this morning on 
on, on in the, to the to the independent. Sorry, um, one parent complained of arriving to a disorganised mini maze of randomly placed oversized props, a lacklustre candy station, and dispersed one jelly bean per child. A terrifying chrome mask character that scared many of the kids to tears. Yeah, I've seen the video of him. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. And uh, one Kurt impersonator, Paul Connell. Um, he told the independent how he got the gig and how the chaos unfolded. He said, uh, "I'm constantly applying for more acting jobs and comedy work." Then I get a phone call Thursday saying, "Congratulations, you're going to play Willy Wonka. We'll wow. send you over the script and dress rehearsal is tomorrow." He said the script was 15 pages of AI-generated gibberish oh, of me just monologuing these mad things. The bit that got me was where I had to say, "There is a man. We don't know his name." We know him as the unknown. This unknown is an evil chocolate maker who lives in the walls. It was terrifying for the, the kids. The walls? In the walls. Oh, that is terrifying. Like behind the lick of a wallpaper. Yeah. He's like, he's just gone on like, if it was terrifying for the kids, is he an evil man who makes chocolate or is chocolate itself evil? Like he's really overthinking this. I don't, yeah. I mean, it's quite dark, isn't it? So they even misspelt my contract. Um, uh, it's with a double O, which is not good. Um, and uh, I stayed up all night learning it, thinking this would make sense in the dress rehearsal. <laughs> this will all come together. Oh my gosh! What he says? In some ways, it was a world of imagination. Like, imagine that there is a whole factory here. <laughs> you have to do the imagining. <laughs> He says, I spoke to the people running it and thought, surely by the morning it won't look like this. And then I turned up and it did. At the end of my monologue, I was supposed to suck up the unknown man with a vacuum cleaner. I asked them if they had a vacuum cleaner and they said, yeah, we haven't got one yet, so just improvise. <laughs> so I started to That's cut awful, things out, thinking that would be silly. All the actors were lovely people. We gathered together in the morning and said, look, we're not going to get paid for this, but kids are still coming. Let's make it as magic as possible. Mm. Oh, that's nice. I was making jokes, but they were told, that they were given one jelly bean and a quarter cup of lemonade. They're really, this, this must have happened because about five people have said yeah, they're it. they're very specific about how many jelly beans and how much lemonade, yeah. There was no chocolate at the chocolate experience. I mean, that was what supposed- is that? <laughs> how can you have no chocolate at Willy Wonka's chocolate I mean, not factory? even a chocolate fountain. Like, get a Nothing. chocolate. Even I've had one of them. I mean, yeah, I'm not expecting a glass wonka <laughs> yeah. or, 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 you know, fizzy lifting drink that bubbles make you float in the air. But at least have some chocolate, man. <laughs> Pop to the shop. Couldn't let uh, down by suppliers. He said, I ended up playing Wonka for three and a half hours straight. I didn't know where I ended and Wonka began. <laughs> I was losing my mind. Yeah. Yeah. The organisers came to me and said, you're spending too much time with the kids. We need to get them through there as quickly as possible. But at this point, I was visibly angry. I was like, there's no way I'm disappointing kids. Oh, He finally got a lunch break where he, had, he just had a cry and a sandwich. And when I came back, that's when everyone was kicking off. Angry mobs. I was Wonka, and it's my face everywhere. But I'm yeah. just a last-minute actor, really. I didn't organise it. But People it's the magic sh- of theatre. What he did, just take the hat off, and then suddenly, just a normal guy in a crowd. Another one of the, the Bane <laughs> yeah, mob, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's the Oompa Lumpers. I feel sorry for. Yeah, because yeah, bright orange faces. You can't, you- they can't hide, can they? <laughs> oh dear! But my goodness, what what a news story that was. Matters. Uh, how's your week been, pal? All right. Just, uh, I'm at that stage with the littlest one, you know, when they do that thing, when they're going through a phase, like teething mm. or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. When they just wake up at two o'clock in the morning mm. and then, you know, half past two and then three. Just that, just that yeah. for a... I, f- I don't miss this bit. 
Yeah, that is tough. That is yeah. tough. Um, it's a lot of that. And you got yeah. you got a full weekend ahead of you. Uh, yeah, a full weekend. My wife's, wife's going away for the weekend. So. Brilliant. Yeah, so it's um, just me and the the two of them. Yeah, that's be, be fun. We'll find stuff to yeah, do. It'll be fine. We because obviously the weather's great, so it's all right. <laughs> we obviously um, pre-record the show on the what we on Thursday today. Thursday, so, yeah. um, so I guess by the time this show goes out, we'll know whether or not you've survived that. Yeah, I'm going to take the kids to uh, Wonka Land in Glasgow. Apparently, it sounds quite good. <laughs> get up there. Get on the train. Yeah. How bad can it be? I mean, exactly. I mean, pretty bad by the sound. What about your week? What have you been up to? Um, what have I done? So I um, had, a, had an actual day off, Steve. Okay. What which, is, as you know, that's rare for me. So I finished um, I finished the answer run. Have I spoke to you since then? I can't remember. Uh, no, or was I in the middle spoke. of it? Yeah, no, you'd just finished it, I think. That's right, yeah, I was in the middle of filming it, I think, and then... So we finished The Answer Room, which is new BBC daytime quiz show, uh, and that'll be uh, on your telly boxes very, very soon. And that was all right, it was good fun, actually. I mean, I feel like we're, tr- the, we're trying to make the TV quiz show as simple as possible. I think this one, it's not easy, as in, like, not everybody won. You know, there's yeah. most, most, in fact, most people lost. You know, we had, like... You've probably got two winners a week, maybe, or something. I don't know. But, um, like, they just had to swipe left or right, like minority reports. So it's a 50-50. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 50-50. So it's sort of weighted in your favour because, like, a question comes up and uh, either you know it or you don't. And then if you don't know it, you've still got 50-50. So, yeah, it's a 50-50 chance. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it sort of works out quite well. Um, but I'm just thinking, like, what is... Like, we're at 50-50 now. So what is the next stage of making it simple? Is it just sort of saying... Is it just giving them the answers and then seeing if they can nod? <laughs> yeah. So if you think it's the answer, you've got to nod. If you if you, if you think I'm lying, shake your head. Yeah. Yeah. People pitch it, nod or shake. Nod yeah? or shake. I mean, that could be a show. That could be a show. Yeah. So anyway, we have to do a... the opposite. So when someone oh, says, "Oh, I like it," Paul McCartney was in the Beatles. You have to shake your head. That's good. And if you nod, you lose points. I like it. Yeah. I like right. that. Not a shake. Let's get Not it. Not a shake. Let's get that. Could be it. I can see that already. Um, it was. Uh, yeah. No. It was. It was. It was good. I think it's a good show. Uh, so that'll be on very soon. I'll let you know about that. And then uh, I did a gig last night for um, Cosmic, who are a charity for babies and children in um, intensive care, and uh, that was hard. Yeah. That was hard. I mean, it's hard anyway because obviously the subject matter. But even it was at like the Royal Opera House, and it and and I. It, it rarely happens, but I just misjudged the um, how quite how posh the audience were. Yeah, not your crowd, is it? The opera crowd. I I, I sort of thought when I, I think when I opened with um, Sweet Caroline and they didn't know yeah. the words, I thought, oh, hang on, uh, these aren't my people. Get, these get these are not my people. Very quick. Yeah, you know, you go, Sweet Caroline, and then nobody goes, So good. Ba, ba, ba. Nothing. <laughs> like, nothing. nothing. Oh, so good. I I, I dream of so good. Um, yeah, no, no, so bad. The yeah, the bad bit. I was just wanted that. Um, thankfully, there was a load of actual nurses uh, and people who work for the charity uh, on a uh, sort of at the back and on a higher level, and they were like, they were having a party, and they were they. I was like, these are my people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> these two people here on the front row haven't turned around. <laughs> like I'm, not, you know, yeah. and I even did the taxi driver line. I was like, oh, you're a taxi driver, you know. Because she was yeah. just sort of, cause she was just looking over my shoulder, talking to me. Nothing. 
yeah, so that was, <laughs> it was oh, a tough dear. gig. But we raised 200 grand, so... So that's what's important. That's, what it, that's more important than my ego, Steve. Mm. Um, and it didn't help that Stephen Mullen was there and a couple of other, like... People who were my peers. How did he do? Did he get, do any better on the upper um, road? No, no, he was just there as a guest. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, so but he did come up bit. to me at one point. He went, if you need me to come on and do some magic, I'll be fine. I'm, I'm ready. They've always ready magicians, aren't they? Yeah. Always got a pack yeah, of cards on them. Ready. Yeah, of course they have. Like, always got packs a pack of cards, cards on them. Yeah, they've always got something. <laughs> yeah, they? he did do a couple of brilliant tricks. To be fair, and uh, he's a fantastic magician. Uh, and your old mate Andrew O'Connor, he was there. From, uh, he's a, he was a brilliant magician. He was a brilliant well, magician. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was good. It was a good. It was a good night in the end. But my first five minutes, I was like sweating. Like I was a bit like, oh, this could be a long night. But you know, ever the pro, I turned it around. Questions for Steve. Questions for Steve. Questions for Steve. All right. Questions for Steve. Questions for Steve. Forgot about this. Questions for Steve. Questions for Steve. Questions for Steve. So that goes a bit um, umpalumperish, actually, doesn't it? It does a little bit. Yeah, that should have been should have been part of the experience. Maybe that's what they used to record it off the radio. Yeah. Hi, Jason and Steve. Jess here, and love the show. That's good. Good start. My sister Emily is getting married to her partner Tom in a few weeks and they are both your biggest fans. That's nice, isn't it? That is lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Emily is obsessed with the show and Steve's impressions. Impressions? I don't you know. Imp- I wasn't aware of an impressionist. <laughs> You're an impressionist, Steve. Oh, that's me, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you do a good job with it. Just for the fun. <laughs> Everything's massive. It kills me. It's got a little Gollum feel to it as well. I had a lot of pity. Yeah, he has, I think, though. That's not me, that's him. <laughs> I'm doing... Uh, anyway, uh, Jess says, I'm doing a, a reading of a poem at her wedding, and I wondered if Steve could possibly uh, help me read it out, either in the style of Ken Bruce or Jeremy Vine. <laughs> Jeremy, do I do Jeremy Vine? You've done it well, a few times, I'm, yeah. Well, I don't know. It would absolutely make a wedding, and I could replay it over the mic on the big day. Jason, feel free to do a verse as well. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, Steve's the expert here. Um, I'm the so impressionist. Yeah, all right. Here he is, Alistair McGowan. <laughs> so I've got um, to read this poem in the style of Ken Bruce or Jeremy Vine. Apparently, apparently so. And, and I feel like it's fair to say, Steve, mm. you do not market yourself as, as an impressionist. As an no, impressionist. I've, never, I've never put myself forward as an impressionist. Just, on occasion, when we're talking on the radio, you'll like attempt it and... To be fair, they are pretty good. But... Yeah, but I think it's just, I, I think I have to be in the zone. Like when I'm, if I <laughs> yeah. do Ken Bruce, I'm asking questions about pop music. I'm not reading a poem. And when I'm doing Jeremy Vine, I'm just moaning about somebody being in a cycle lane or something. <laughs> yeah. so it's very specific to the yeah. person. I can't, yeah. I can't just read a poem. Switch it on and off. But what, okay. imagine, imagine Jeremy Vine is complaining um, oh, but no, with these words, no. <laughs> do you want to do Jeremy Vine or Ken Bruce? Which one should I, I think do? we should. Well, let's 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 mix and match it. Okay, okay. Let's start right. with let's start with Jeremy Vine. <laughs> let's do a verse each. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's the, can, the the anxiety I'm having right now, the pressure that you are under, <laughs> is killing like, me. I feel like the guy running Wonka Land. Emily tickets we sold five hundred tickets. <laughs> We've only got 400 jelly beans and two bottles of lemonade. Okay. So this right, is okay. for Emily's wedding. Emily yeah. and Tom. Okay. Yes. Okay. Here's the poem. 
I can't do it. I know. It's, I'm fe- I feel sick with worry. <laughs> okay. Feel free to do it. Says Jason, feel free to do it first. Yeah, okay. I never knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew if my sister. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. That's Jenny good. Right. That's good. I never knew if my sister would meet the right mister. Call us after three o'clock. <laughs> but once Tom started coming around, Vernon, what did you say? We knew you'd be making a turnaround. <laughs> okay, that's that's good. That's, that's a good. A good strong start. Strong joke. Okay, strong so we've got. Now we'll go into um, um, to Ken Bruce. Ken Bruce. What do you know, man? Okay, let's, <laughs> let's get this in. He's such a good guy. He makes me want to cry. You've grown to be my best friend, you know, um, Tom. Uh, and I know this marriage is one that won't end. That's a lovely sentiment there, isn't it? You've, you've had some tough times, and I'm not so great with rhymes. Well, that's not true. But I know you both are truly in love. Just don't put anyone above. Your husband or your wife is to your new life. <laughs> yeah? I'm going to give that a round of applause. I don't know about that. Just to cover well, the um, the silence on the day. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The... yeah no, no one will know what's going on on the day. <laughs> but like, what the hell's happening? I mean, just it'd be great if just by chance one of the, for some reason somebody knew Jeremy Vine. You think what is going on? <laughs> Someone's impersonating me. me. <laughs> what are they calling me on Twitter, bike? What? <laughs> oh dear, that has killed there you me. Go. That's killed me. Well, Jess, I hope that's all right. Uh, you can record that off the podcast and play it on the day. You'll have our permission. Uh, and good luck to... Uh, yeah, best of luck. Emily and Tom. Best of luck with it. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So big news this week, Steve. Big news. Big news. So I've sort of hinted at it a few times on the show. I was filming something. Uh, but finally... Uh, the news is out. Yeah, I mean, do you them. see it? Do you know? So I kept it very quiet, even though I knew. Mm. You know, when I was just when I was doing the sex series of Madame Blanc, and I was in yeah. Gozo, you just kept telling everybody, and I was like, oh, I'm not meant to say it. And you're like, I've just said it. I've never Whereas, told anybody. You did when we were on the radio. When I was doing the second series, it was a secret, and you. But I kept this secret. I keep secrets. I'm a secret keeper. I never told anybody. I just sort of said, Oh, you. We hinted at it. We said, Oh, you're out in Gozo again. Like, you know what I mean, we never actually said. If no. you, and, and I stand by that. If you listen back to any of the shows, yeah. which you won't do, but I know, but I can stand by it. I categorically never said, "Oh, you filming the second series of Madame Blanc?" <clears throat> okay. We just said, "Oh, you out filming it goes again? What are you doing there?" Like we just sort of made it, made it obvious. So you were out filming in in where? Where's it filmed? Oldham, <laughs> um, Ardwick, yeah, Ardwick. Yeah. So um, so I'm the new head teacher. I'm the new head teacher on Waterloo Road. Yeah. And uh, so we released a little video this week. Um, I just sent it to you on our WhatsApp group, Steve. I know, that looks quite a tough schedule. So you finished a gig. You walked <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the day. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, was that the, where were you at the, the Apollo? Manchester there? Apollo, yeah. Oh, that's not far from Hardwick, is it? That's no, no, just too, literally just down the, the road, isn't it? Just Eccles down the road. Cake Factory. And then it's yeah, just so you walked down the road and then went straight on set. Yeah, that's pretty good. much. Yeah, it's a tough day, oh, that. smashing. Tough that every day, yeah. Yeah, well, it was funny because we were sort of trying to work out a... The social media team were like, "Oh, should we do should we do a, a Q and A or a little?" Th-? And I said, "Oh well, I said the Apollo's up there, and I've got some footage of me doing an actual gig. Mm. So why don't I just get that footage of me finishing the gig, and then I can just be getting changed like into me, into me uh, head teacher." It'd be nice if you'd have been with like bo- boxers for a bit, just walking down the street in just your boxers, <laughs> trying to get your trousers up. Yeah, I thought it was probably inappropriate though for a teacher. 
yeah. Now, before you got to the school, obviously. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. When you, came out, when you came out the gig, it's not appropriate for you. It's not. It's appropriate for your gig, isn't it? Boxers, comedy. Yeah, tr- <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like those sock um, suspender things that uh, men used yeah. to wear. Yeah, people didn't realise you wore them, but like, oh, that's interesting. He wears them. Kept your socks up, yeah. Um, so yeah, so they let me sort of just they just went for it. Let us do it. It's quite a fun little um, little video. That's promo. Nice, yeah. yeah. When is it? When um, is it? When's your bit start? I think we're not on till like after the summer, so it's quite oh, a while okay. away. Okay. So, so it's not continuing, is it? Finished a series now and then it's the so next. So series, series is finished, and yeah. uh, for people who've not seen it, not spoiled, but uh, Kim, uh, who's Angela uh, Griffin, she is now like she heads up to the uh, the trust. Basically, she's got a job at the trust, so she's still she's still in it. Was she um, the head teacher before? She's been the head teacher for like oh, okay, right decades. Yeah, I'm like a super head, you know, one of these sort of like educating Yorkshire types. So you just you just sort of come into like you know. Fix everything. You're, yeah, you're basically, a... the school's a bit on its backside. Needs sorting right. out, and it needs Ofsted somebody. Ofsted ratings with... needs somebody. Yeah. Ofsted Manford, exactly, Ofsted Savage. So, yeah, exactly. Steve Savage. What? What a name. I know that is a good. Jimmy name. Carr. Jimmy Carr texted me uh, yesterday. I see they've gone yeah. with your porn name. Yeah, it always sounds like. A, I think he sounds like an eighties sort of uh, techno star. It's a bit like Steve Strange, and you know. Yes. Think... Yeah. Steve Savage. That's it. Yeah, Sa- Steve Savage. I was thinking, is it Savage or like? You know, to yeah, rhyme, yeah. but it's not a savage. Steve. But it's it's not Steve. It's Steve. <laughs> Steve. Steve Savage. So I've been Steve for the last few months. It's been very yeah. odd. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, it is. It can be. And it's a bit. It's actually so close because it could be like Steve Savage. Savage. Yeah. No, it's Steve not Steve Savage. Yeah. So I've actually been nearly you for a bit. Yeah. Um, but it's good. It's a good part, and it's um, it's a really the story. I've got to say, because I've seen. You know, bits of Waterloo Road before, my kids watch it and stuff. I don't think they've ever had anything as dark as this. Okay. All right. It goes, it took, like, it starts off really fun and like, and then it, there's just a little bit in the middle where, um, uh, it, it's not. Right. No, you, I, you, it's hard to tease this because I know I, you've told me, but you can't I know. tease this. There's I don't no want to tease it. No, no, there's no way of teasing it, but I also, also want to say he's not a weirdo. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so that's, that's come yeah, up a the few bit times. That happens in the middle is not that. Yeah. yeah, it's not that because I know it's at a school and that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, like straight that. away, my brother was like, "All right." Well, I was like, "No, no, that's not what it is. <laughs> it's very, it's very innocent, but it just yeah. it, it unravels and uh, mm, yeah. but it's good. I think people will be uh, be into it. So that starts soon. What were you like at school, Steve? What was your? Um, were you a good? Were you a good kid? I was. I was pretty good. I was all right. I was sort of middling, fair to middling. I wasn't a yeah. nasty kid. Didn't get bullied too much because it was funny, but didn't. Yeah. But, you know, got the odd bit, as everyone yeah, does. Yeah, of course, you all do. Character building. Yeah, character building. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, it was a time when I was at school where people, you know, the, the currency was computer games. Right. So you get in with the kids, the posher kids, basically, who've got access to the new Spectrum and Commodore 64 games. And then mm. just, you know, that's who I hung around with. Just yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. just so I could get their games. No point hanging around with the kids, as same working class kids you, because they've got no games. You've got no games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to upscale kids. You got to go with the posh kids. Go they with got the posh a snack cupboard. They got a pantry full of wagon yeah. wheels. We ain't got that arrows. <laughs> I'm seen a wagon wheel. My um my daughter does a, a very good impression of a uh, of because we're in Cheshire mm. of um of Cheshire Cheshire kid but roadmen Cheshire kids. Right. Okay. So you know, road men like sort of hoodies up and like, yo, gonna get your Snapchat, you know, like that yeah. sort of thing. But like, then splitting into, yes, mummy, I'm I'm here now. Uh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. her like go to like <laughs> taking the Mickey out posh kids. It's very fun. Good, um, good. Did you have many posh kids at your school though? 
yeah. Not many, yeah. but like there's a, mm. you know, where I grew up in Canada, there's a posher bit and right, they all right. lived in that bit. Some of them had double barreled names as well, but I think that's because their mum and dads are split up rather yeah. than they were <laughs> right, posh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they, so they all lived over yeah. that way, you know, and I yeah. get very close to each of the posh kids. We weren't in the posh bit. I sort of lived in an odd area. So I was like Wally Range, Moss Side, Cholton, like in a, there's like, they, they sort of all meet a little bit yeah. and Charlton was quite at the time was quite affluent mm. I guess and Wally Range was sort of in the middle and mm. Moss Side was Moss Side like you know there's riots there yeah. and yeah. there was there was problems there and it's uh, you know so there was all that going on in sort of 80s uh, late 80s and 90s as well so my school was right in the middle so it had this mad mix of like sort of um, lots of different nationalities, you know, everybody, if anybody came into like the UK from another country, they were like, those kids came to our school. So there was this mix of yeah. different cultures, different accents, you, which was great because you met, to a certain degree, because you meant you got to celebrate all of the different festivals. Yeah, it was great. You had about well, six yeah, New Year's. every week, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah, were like, cool, chapati cool. one week, you know, a bit of hummus mm. the next. Like, it was fantastic. Um, but what it meant was you also ended up with quite a few, like, sort of, how would you describe them? Like, hi higher working class, is that the phrase? Or upper working class, yeah. I suppose. You know, there's ones on the cusp of middle class, but yeah. they're, like, clinging on to like their working class roots but yeah I, some people call them lower lower middle class don't right they? yeah they so they're sort of they want to hold on to the word working class so they yeah. don't say upper mid they don't they say upper middle class upper yeah so we had a mix class. of kids we had some kids who yeah. whose parents were social workers and other kids who who needed social workers do you know what i mean like who were with those social workers yeah yeah it was that sort of uh that sort of mix. in fact <laughs> i don't think i've ever said this and i'm sure i'll get my mum will kill me if you said but my mum had a bit of a rough childhood and she had a social worker um, and years later, you know my friend Simon. Uh, yeah, you know Simon, who I grew up yeah. with. Simon's yeah. dad was my mum's social worker. Oh, that's a weird link, isn't it? How weird is that? He was sort of there's quite a big age gap between our parents, but it's, that's yeah. a weird link, isn't it? When you're like trying to be so on, they the... just met each other and went, oh, yeah, you're, and you're oh, yeah. like years later. That is mad, isn't it? Yeah. That is um, weird. but uh, but yeah, I I feel like I was a I was a good kid. I think I don't. I had me mates, me couple of mates. I sort of kept Same, my head down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you got to do in it. Survive, innit? Yeah, it's just survival. Just just rules of the jungle, innit? Just I didn't hate it. school. No. But I didn't love it either. No, no. I went and yeah. I, got, I got on with it, but um, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. And when people say, oh, happiest times of your lives and all that, no, I sort of I go, that far. I wouldn't say so. I definitely am enjoying life more now than I was. Yeah, no, I don't have to go to school every day and do double maths. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, um, but it was. Uh, but yeah, it was. It was fine, and I was same as you. Like there was, a, there was pockets of bullying, pockets yeah. of being picked on. You know, every so often somebody would just take umbrage with you, and that was it. For, for but a few also, weeks. like I, I was on about the sort of the posh area and the and the normal area of where mm. I grew up. The all the bullies came from my area, so right, sort of on my street. So they yeah. were going to go after the posh shows <laughs> yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than me because you know. Yeah. On your own doorstep, in it. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's that, that's a blessing. Yeah, blessing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I just I had a similar similar thing really, where the toughest lad lived lived on our road, so it was sort of all right. Yes, makes um, sense. Yeah. And uh, and then later on, he went into the army, and I always thought that is exactly where you should be. Yeah, that is exactly where I want the toughest boy off our street to be. 
in the army. Do you know what I mean? Like that's who should be joining the army. Like he's tough. Um, but we've all got memories of school and times where uh, you know we were messing around, mad crazy times. So we're going to be chatting about them this morning. I've got loads of emails uh, and messages off social media. So uh, we've got some good ones here. Stick around. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So we're chatting school days here. A little bit of mischief, Steve. Nothing serious, you know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because no. we all remember those times where it went too far. I remember yeah, someone yeah, throwing yeah. a chair at a teacher once and being like, whoa, this is not fun. <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? Like, this has gone too far. This is not hijinks. That was no, assault. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> fine line, though, isn't it, when you're that age? <laughs> it's a fine line when you're 13, yeah. Uh, Karen Acklam says... I used to get up to some mischief at school, putting match heads in the blackboard rubber so they struck when the teacher cleaned the board. That's clever, isn't it? I mean, clever and sadistic, yeah. I know, it's great. But you you wouldn't know, as the teacher, you would not know what was going on. You would go, what's going on? (laughs) What is the the thing on fire? Yeah. Uh, They they like setting fire to things, didn't they? I remember we had mobile blocks, you know, outside, like mobile things. With the the sort of weird metal radiators where you could, with gaps in that you could slide stuff in. Oh, yeah. They just put paper in there. They just set on fire and we'd have to evacuate. You're like, you knew that was going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, kids are a bit pyro though, aren't they? Yeah, all kids are a little bit pyro. I mean, they're a bit like... um, like that monkey from uh, Jungle Book. Yeah. They're just, they're just I mean, kids, isn't it? Show me the power of men's red flower. That's yeah. just every kid. That's every kid. That's at school. Um, our sewing room was on the top floor, says Karen. Mm-hmm. So I tied the ends of the cotton reels to the machines and then lobbed the reels out of the window. Ooh. So it unraveled all the way. She said, I know it's childish, but I was a child. Yeah, no, that's fair. If you're going to so, be childish, what better time to be childish than when you're a child? I think yeah, that's perfect. I think it's well within your rights. Um, Paul Robinson says, uh, going on the French exchange in 86, my pen pal went out every night and left me at his house on my own. Their, their garden was full of hollowed out cars, full of straw for animals to live in. I took, took to a family of rabbits in them. For my goodbye meal, they fed me my favourite rabbits. Oh, what is wrong with? But the didn't. <laughs> I'm 80s. not laughing at the. I'm not laughing at the rabbit thing. I'm laughing at the French. The madness. <laughs> France in '86. That's, that's exactly what they expect. Uh, you uh, have got to know. Uh, thumper all week. <laughs> Dinner is served. <laughs> Look, it's mad. That's not wrong. Paul's still traumatised. I bet he's. Yeah, he vegan. should be. You know, I, I'm traumatised now, and I was. I, I'm not even affected by it. I'd, I think that's that's the sort of thing a semi-vegan. I mean, I've never had rabbit anyway, but I don't know what. It's weird about food, isn't it? Where like meat eaters, well, we are sort of hypocrites, like because yeah. there's some foods that I'm like, no, I can't have that. <laughs> but why? Just because no, it's I cute. Because I've got to a stage now. With I've never had a rabbit, and I'm 51, so I'll yeah. save it now. Yeah, I don't need to eat rabbit. Leave them alone. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Amy mm. Clark's been on. She says uh, one of the weirdest was getting in trouble. For chewing gum in my oh, maths yeah. class, yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. like that, didn't they? they um, that. No, my my punishment was to write an essay on a day in the life of bubble gum. Wow, that's quite a that's quite mm. a good punishment, isn't it? She said, um, it, "Yeah, it is actually." She said it would have made a bit more sense if it was an English class because obviously this was maths. Uh, however, I wrote a very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I wrote a very nice essay and quite enjoyed the creativity of it. Oh, turned out nice. 
that works out then. I remember it? in our school a girl, and I always remember this, and I see her on Facebook now, and she's sort of like just a mum and really lovely and looks like very happy and normal. Mm. But when she was at school, she's a bit of a. <laughs> bit of a <laughs> yeah, and she's, I remember her chewing in the class, and the uh, teacher went, Are you chewing, you're going to spit that out. And she walked all the way, got up, walked all up, and just spat it in his Donnie's desk. Bloody hell, no way. I know, and I, I always remember it. I remember going, Wow, wow that is, that is, wow. that is. But now she's just like a lovely, you know, yeah. just see on Facebook and she's yeah. like, hey, it's me kids, and just dead probably, sweet. Probably tells the kids off for chatting back. Hey, <laughs> come on you, I'd never like that when I was at school. I was like, I've got some stories I could tell you. <laughs> My goodness. I mean, like you think about what kids, like what teachers have to put up with, you know. Yeah. And you think, gosh, it's mad, isn't it? But then at the same time, like, were you were you in the, because you're a little bit older than me, are you, were you in the cusp of... Um, I was going to say capital punishment. I know you mean, yeah. No, Corporal punishment. I think I was possibly just after it, but our headmaster still used to do it. I think he was like, right. no one will notice. So I think I got oh. slippered a couple of times. That is mad, isn't it? Also, just the fact that he brought his slippers to work is weird. Yeah, I know. I think he, yeah, I think they got a bit of enjoyment out of him. And I've said, I got yeah, slippered on yeah, the, yeah. my first day at junior school. So what am I, eight? Junior? Who yeah. hits a kid that, o- right. that old? Right, listen to this, though, because this sums up me. Me and my mate, Nigel Hyatt, we had, there was like a cloakroom next to the class, you know, where all your coats are hanging up, your shoes are in the little mm. baskets below. And we went in there, and there was sash window. Never seen one before. We didn't have an hour. You know. So you love a bit, sash window. No, but the top bit's open. There were metal. The yeah, top yeah. bit was open, bottom bit was... And it was winter. And me and my mate Nigel Hyatt went, we should close that window. And so he got on his shoulders, and I closed the window. Just doing a nice thing. You're and doing a nice in, thing. And he came in and saw us, and he went, right, I'm going to slip here. He didn't say no. it. It's been really creepy, but I won't say that bit. Okay. But uh, and then yeah, we both got slippered for no trying way. to close a window. Mm. That was the he world was, we lived in. He was, was a retired you, uh, prison warder. Ah, uh, yeah, that's there. the thing. You see, they come from prison or the <laughs> army. Yeah. I remember my dad telling me loads of stories of like, you know, because obviously he would have been at school, sort of six, you know, early sixties or whatever. Yeah. Like a lot of those guys had come from the army. You know. Yeah. That is that's tough. That is discipline, that isn't it? Yeah, but you know. But then you hear like mad stories like I mean my dad doesn't really but I like my uncles will be like, you know, the problem with kids today is uh, you know, they don't get a slap. They don't get hit at school. And you're like, you're like we got hit we didn't didn't do us in the arm. You're like, yeah. Are you sure? Because you want children to be hit. <laughs> I know. So yeah, like, it's all relative, isn't it, I suppose. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's a funny one, isn't it? You know. Mm. Yeah, unless a blackboard rubber's flying at your head. It's not yeah, funny on then, fire. is it? <laughs> <laughs> Jason Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Jenny Debar. Debar? Debar? I don't know how she's saying her name. Let's just say Jenny. Debar. Jenny says, We had a chemistry teacher on an exchange from Canada. Oh, they're nice okay, people, aren't okay. they, Canadians? Yeah, they seem to be nice, don't they? You yeah. know what I mean? I can't imagine they're going to work in an inner city. British school. No, um, no. She said she was very softly spoken and just had no control of the class. One morning, we attached some Bunsen burners to the tap, so when she said to turn them on, water hit the ceiling and went everywhere. Oh. You knew what you were doing. She started crying, ran out of the classroom, and we never saw her again. Never saw That's her again. Like, so she must have been quite young as well. She must have been, like, you know, 24 or something. As you can imagine, we got the biggest telling off on the headmistress and letters sent home to our parents. She's probably not even a teacher now because of you, Jenny. No, gave it all up. Just for, just went I mean, back to Canada. Never left the town. We had, yeah, we had we had a nice teacher who we were mean to. I wasn't necessarily, but as a class, you know, 
Yeah. I didn't. I d- yeah. Do you know what, Steve? I, I didn't do anything to stop it. So that's what no, I was saying. I, same, same. Do you know what I, I mean? That. I was a bystander, not an upstander. No. You know, your first day came for the nice teacher and I said nothing because I wasn't a nice teacher. It's that, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened. And um, she was called Miss Bullock, which again, you know, that... They always have funny you've names, gotta, don't they? You've got to do a bit of work. Yeah. Ours was called Mrs. Hassel. Mm, yeah, we had we had a Mrs. Cross, cross by name, cross mm. by nature. Mm. Um, and then seed we, ha- we had a seed house, Mrs. Seed House. I remember this kid, he's... Um, got his own business now, like dead rich, like clever bloke. Yeah. But uh, he was always like the forefront of technology. And <laughs> even as a 13-year-old, he, yeah. he come in with stuff that you were like, what is this? What is this? Just like made you'd, it. Just you'd, seen it on tom- you'd seen it on Tomorrow's World on the Monday and he just yeah. had it by yeah, Wednesday. He got it. He created it, yeah. He had a little Casio watch that was also a remote control for the TV. Now, nobody had ever seen these. These weren't a thing. No. So why? how would the teacher realise that that's what was going on? So what happened? You, was in, you were in a TV and he was yeah, just so she, messing so she, with the TV. Yeah, well, basically, she, she's trying to put on, like, Wordy or something. Yeah. Uh, some English Stop show. Stop looking listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Through the dragon's eye. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, and then he just kept turning it over to neighbours. And she's, like, looking at the telly trying to work it out. We're all laughing and, oh, I feel terrible now. That's awful. I know, awful, awful. Obviously, as, as well for that teacher, like it's been—it's probably been a rough day already. Every mm. day is a rough day. Of course, you, but you just think I've got half an hour here when I put this program on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can just, just I catch turn up the lights off. I can slip out yeah. of this room into yeah. that back room, the ante room, yeah. and I can just do a bit of crossword or have a I cup know. of tea, and just then that, that's this. gone. They've that's been looking gone. forward to it all morning just to get through it, and there's Amir giving it. Let's put that on. Let's put Coronation well, Street on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what happens. Kids. So kids kids can be cruel. Paul Walker says, there was always some rivalry with a neighbour in school. Yeah. yeah there yeah, always yeah. was, weren't there? Was yeah, always yeah. In school what was there. your neighbour in school? Aquinas. How, how close? Oh, cl- like, like li- quite literally a stone's throw. No, as, as the same. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I was Chenette, they were Sherbrooke, and they were just right. over the hill. Oh, horrible. That, do you know the weird thing? They used mm. to finish at three, and we used to finish at half three. So when it was snowball time, yeah. We'd be in the middle of our like last class, and half an hour left to go, and they'd just appear outside, <laughs> snowballs with like stones in them, like The Walking Dead, just, just waiting outside, yeah, like the Wanderers, <laughs> lead pipes in <laughs> a bit of snow, just waiting for us. We're like, oh, I've got another half an hour. They can, they got, they can plan, get their ammo know. ready. Yeah, yeah, they've got everything. Yeah, awful. Yeah, they were like the Catholic school as well, Aquinas. So right, they were worse though. They were worse than our school. Like you next. I don't know why you would expect because they're Catholics. You more think, oh, rules. Be... I think you expect more rules, don't you? I don't know. They were rough, man. They were. That was a rough school. Yeah. In fact, our brilliant head teacher, Mr. Wiley, who sadly is no longer with us, but passed away this year. Um, brilliant head teacher. He went over, and we were like, "Oh, well, he'll fix that school now. Make it brilliant." Even he struggled, <laughs> and that's and he was like the best te- like the best yeah. head teacher you could get. Uh, oh, Aquinas, man. Don't know what it's like now. Um, there was always some rivalry with neighbouring school, says Paul. And one day, the rumour went round that some of them were going to be waiting outside the gates to fight us when school finished. Just some <laughs> of them. What you just said, just some of them. How many numbers? Don't know. As an absolute coincidence, the fire alarm went off just before end of school. So you can imagine a handful of faces from the other school as our entire school ran oh, out of school, lined up on, on the field. Yeah. Yeah. We were just following fire safety pro- protocols. Yeah. They thought, oh, they thought we were there for battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's only like 20 of them turned up. 
And, and also, like what five hundred of them coming out? But also, what can you imagine if there are following safety protocols? They all line up in an order, like so. It looks like a battle. Yeah, it like, looks like North Korea. Yeah, like, <laughs> all in lines, ready. Yeah. Fire! Someone shouting fire as well. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Sarah uh, says, "I went to a small school. In prom, we had a barbecue with the bouncy castle because there was only eleven of us. Wow. Oh, that's cute. That's nice." Uh, Loretta says, my PHSE teacher uh, taken us out of class and taken us to an ambulance workers picket line. It was, of course, next to the pub. Uh, I didn't want to stand in the cold, so I sat with him and had a lemonade while he had, while he had a pint. Well, there you go. That's, that's good. Bit different, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Andy Hargreaves says, during the Leavers Assembly, someone released a flock of chickens into the school. A flock of chickens? A flock of chickens? I don't know. So I remember my younger brother and sister, Danielle and Niall, yeah. they went to Stockport Grammar School. And their head teacher, I don't know if he's still there, but their head teacher at the time was called Mr. Chicken. Mr. And I think chicken. he might have even been called Andrew Chicken because it was a chicken, like that was his name. Why did a chicken cross the road? Because yes. the school was on the other side. <laughs> exactly. And I remember on the email that came out that said, um, like the end of sixth form or the end of year 11 or whatever in the exams, in the email it said, congratulations, you've all done fantastic. It's been so lovely to have you all. And then right at the end it went, regards, um, a re chicken. <laughs> it said, no, it said even worse than that. It said, uh, regards, last day. I know it's all, all a bit of fun. Please no livestock. Like, so obviously, there'd obviously been moments throughout the years. He's used to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he did still said regards a chicken. Regards. Just got an email off a chicken. A <laughs> chicken. Uh, and last one, Peter Hayes says, I was basically six foot and a big lad at senior school. Uh, so I became a punishment in PE. Anyone who was misbehaving was made to give me a piggyback the length of the chicken. Can you imagine that <laughs> He's now? punishment. He's punishment. <laughs> he's just a big lad and he's gone, he's right. Yeah. He's gone, right, you can carry pizza to the end of the gym. Have I got any say in this? No, you're just tall, it is. Shut up and get on his back. Can you imagine that? Tall and fat shaming at that age. But that's just what they did, didn't they? Yeah. Well, just... like you said, prison warders and, you know, ex-army. That's what it used to be. Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. So it's time for Hit Me With Your Best Facts. This is where you send us your best facts mm. and we reward the best one with an absolute radio mug. Generic um, mug. Generic absolute radio mug. We need to we need to make a bigger fuss, Steve. But I, I, th I think we're making a fair old the, fuss, but I don't think anyone's listening. Yeah, there is that. There's nobody in the office. The problem is, it's a bit like um, it's a bit like when you think of something that you need to sort out when you're in the shower. <clears throat> yeah, it's too late. You can't do anything about it. Then, and then you? when you, you, in the moment you forget, and then as soon as you're out of the shower, it's gone out your head, and that's yeah, what happens. Gone. I'm moaning about this cup. Yeah. But as soon as the show finishes, I'm like, just get on with my day. So. Yeah, we want uh, the plate anyway, don't we? But anyway, we so want the plate. <laughs> we want the plate with our um, faces on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, email me Jason at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk if you've got a good fact. I'll tell you what. When I was hosting uh, the answer run this week, mm. Steve, or last yeah. week, um, I got I got to tell you the amount of facts that stuck in my head from this show, oh, I was, was able to just wheel out. Yeah, because obviously a question would come up about chess or an octopus or Lego or whatever it was. <laughs> octopus. I mean, I didn't use that one. No, I didn't use that one. BBC Baytime. Who yeah. wins a fight. <laughs> yeah. But the chess one, I actually used the chess one from, was that from last week? More What's chess, chess oh, More yeah. chess games than atoms in the visible universe. Chess moves than atoms in the universe. I think it was chess games. 
It's the mod chess. Game. Yeah, because there's only so many chess moves. Because there's only, only one so... game. No, no, because if you think like if I move the pawn there on the left first. Oh, okay. But then if the next game I, I move the second oh, okay. pawn. So, okay, so the entire move. So the variations the of the right, games, okay. yeah. So. Yeah, okay, okay. Unbelievable. Sense. Uh so anyway, we're here with uh the facts. Uh, James Clark has started us off with although a few thousand people live on the island, it's illegal to be buried in Longyearbyen, the North Pole, but part of Norway. Hmm. Um and domestic cats are banned too. So you're not allowed to be buried there. Oh. So but people do live there. Some people live there. Yeah, yeah, a few thousand people live there. People it's just a little island called Cats are banned. I never heard of it, but yeah, domestic- so cats are banned. I know it's called Dogs, lo- I imagine. Dogs it's- band as well, yeah. Oh, well, I guess so. It just says it. It just says, well, I don't know, because you'd have huskies and all sorts up there, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd need them, wouldn't you? Long Year Bayern as well. That's a funny name for a, for a place, no, isn't it? Because they do so. have a long, must feel like a long no, year. No, it, it, it takes me back to what we were talking about last week when we were talking about True Detective. The oh, ah, yeah. Well, I finished it, binged it. Literally, it, I, literally, every episode started, I went, couldn't live there. No. <laughs> I couldn't even get out of bed. There's people no. getting in cars. I never saw anyone drinking a hot coffee. Because people just go, oh, I can't be bothered to make a coffee. It'll be cold by the time it's brewed. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, I couldn't I couldn't do it. I mean, I know that wasn't the part of the story. It was meant to be no. about, you know, murder. Murder. The supernatural thing. But so I cold. Just, just the cold. The cold for me was just too much. And also couldn't dark. Be. It just never went light, did well, it? That's, yeah, because that's why I got into it. Yeah. It, the, what, do they have like a month of darkness? A month of month Longer of darkness, than that, I think, yeah. isn't it? Bonkers. Uh, Lee's message, he says, uh, with the Oscars coming up, I thought you'd like to throw this fact around. Oh, he's Ooh, good. He's good. clever there, isn't he? Because yeah. he knows no, what he's right like. there. That's what you've got to do, yeah. On the Hollywood Walk of Angeles, there are two different Harrison Ford stars. Is The one we all know yeah. and someone else. Who's the other one? Oh, oh he's, he's nice. He's clever. But he's good enough to get on the... On yeah. The star. Are you, have you got... I, I don't, have you On the star, have you got to be... A performer, or can you be like an amazing cinematographer? Or yeah, I think it's anybody, isn't it? Anybody who's got something to do with. In, so he could have been, it could have been, you know, like an amazing sort of, um, you know, from the thirties or something, couldn't he? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, Harrison oh, that's Ford, isn't it? As Quite a kid, that. when Red's Last Art was on, when I was about twelve, I remember the name, the the monkey handler at the end of the film is Steve Edge, and that was the first time I'd ever. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, seen your own name, yeah. I was a monkey handler. Oh, well, I mean, it wasn't me. But. <clears throat> no, no. That would be you this weekend, though, with your wife away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with two kids. <laughs> Some Steve Edge skills coming out there. Uh, Stephen Belt says, striking your head against the wall, you can lose 150 calories an hour. Oh, that's good to know, isn't it? <laughs> if you're desperate, you know, if you've got yeah. your, if you've got your um, Weight Watchers be... meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Janet, are you okay? It's <laughs> like blood pouring out of her face. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Am I okay? Give the scales now. <laughs> I'll show you how I care. <laughs> Blood's heavier than fat, isn't it? And I've lost, I've lost about a pint. <laughs> so that's good to know. Worth, worth knowing. Yeah. Jenna Green has messaged, a species of frog, the African clawed frog. Mm, don't like the sound of that. Was, was no, it's not, none of that's good. No. Uh, was the most reliable pregnancy test for a few decades before at-home tests were widely afforded, affordable and accessible. So oh, that's interesting, isn't it? So there was I mean, a period where people were giving using it African clawed frogs. But how do they know? Is they, are I they weeing on a frog? Get one of them frogs. <laughs> they weeing on the frog. Are they weeing on the and frog? It changes colour, or, or a line just... appears on its back, or <laughs> yes. it doesn't. <laughs> so, yeah, same positive. Yeah. Um, 
I need to know. I feel like maybe, I need to know maybe more about he flicks that. his tongue out to get a fly, and if it comes out blue, not pregnant, comes out red. <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> it's a boy. Yeah. Yeah, just, gender reveal frog. Dude, gender reveal frog. <laughs> Good idea, isn't it? Yeah. Let's start marketing like that. that gender reveal frog. So, so you just you basically you jump on the back of it, and the tongue shoots out, and it says collar, and then like that. That's it. That's the end to that party. That's a new thing, isn't it? The old gender reveal party. Somebody went to one. Um, the you know my son's was eighth birthday last week, and we had this mm. big party. And one of the mums went um, went to one, and she was like really excited. And she came back, and I said, "Don't tell me, was it a girl?" And she went, "It was." And I was like, "It's fifty fifty chance." Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they went to a gender reveal party. They do all sorts now, don't they? I've seen them like I mean, they've gone so mm, much now. So- balloons and. So the yeah. balloons one, there's like little things that you can explode and stuff. I saw one who'd booked like an aeroplane to go past and the smoke behind it was pink. It was the, it's no good for me because I'm colourblind, isn't it? So I still well, wouldn't yeah. know what we're having. Well, of course, yeah. Connor Malloy says, In 2015, New Zealander Nigel Richards entered the French Scrabble Championship and won, becoming national champion despite not speaking any French. Where was he from? Australia? New Zealand. New Zealand. Well, he must have spoke French. He can't he must, just. He can't put. He can't just put. What would he? What words is he putting down? <laughs> just I mean, he'd have a few. He'd have like croissant, chan, <laughs> croissant, uh, sacre bleu, pan au chocolat. You can't have pan au chocolat. That's three words. Everyone must have been terrible. Or he was, you know, he was he was massive, and he was like, oh, "That's a word." And they were like, <laughs> so just, "Everyone was scared think, of him." I don't think that is a word. It's French. Look, it's got all the E's in the middle. It's not a word. It's a word. Okay, he's won. Okay, guys, let's call it quits there. Well done. <laughs> something, something weird's going on there. I mean, Kiwi's got a W in, hasn't it? So that'll get you a fair few points. Yeah. <laughs> New Zealand, actually, the word, if you could put yeah. that down. Oh, happy there. Oh, Zed's there. and everything. <laughs> Peter Pugh says, Jelly Babies were initially called Unclaimed Babies. No. No, 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 no. That's what they were called. So somebody just what they were they fast. Somebody said that in a meeting. They went brilliant. We got it. They printed all the boxes. They sold them for about six months. They went. They're not selling. They went. Sonic, can I just say I did want to say in the meeting actually it was such a weird name. Why didn't you say something, Jeff? Well, because I, I was going to, but Gary Gary was quite confident, and you all He's went along with confident, it. Confident, yeah. And I just well, thought he also had here. Uh, they were later called Peace Babies by Bassett, so, so someone changed it from Unclaimed Babies to Peace Babies. Now, I've got a better idea about Peace Babies. Maybe it's, that's wartime, though. Maybe that makes sense. Maybe they're trying to, you know, on the back of the war or something. Unclaimed Babies is so Unclaimed rough. Unclaimed Babies, no, it's so rough. It's weird that you're eating them and biting their heads off anyway without giving them a weird title. That's so weird. What else are you going to do with unclaimed babies? Eat them. Eat them. Bite their heads off first. Makes sense, doesn't it? That is weird. Uh, I think Jelly Babies is the better one there. Uh, Wendy says, did you know that lemons float but limes sink? Ooh, that's good, isn't it? You can do that experiment in your kitchen in a bit. I think I did know that, but I don't know why. No, I don't know why. I've heard that before. Yeah. Lorraine says, did you know a sloth can hold its breath for longer sloth than a dolphin? Sloth, sloth can hold its breath longer than, a, longer than a dolphin? Longer than a dolphin, mate. Oh, and they, what, they come down out of trees to have a poo, don't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, sloth. A sloth. What a strange thing the sloth is. It's got all sloth. these little quirks, yeah. isn't it? I know. Mm, it's bizarre. Okay. Uh, last one. Claire Wright says, quite a disgusting one, this. Okay. 
A 10-year-old mattress weighs double its original weight. Uh, oh, that's gross. Oh, that's like sweat and hair, is it? Yeah, and, of... and everything else. Bodily <sighs> fluids. And... Is that why they say change mattress every 10 years? <laughs> yeah. Because if you leave it 15 years, you won't be able to lift it. <laughs> You'll be able to carry out the house. Yeah, no, no way you get that out the air. Oh, snap it in half. That's grim, isn't it, that? Yes, yeah, snap it out the window. Ugh, that's grim. That is, just throw it out the window, it shatters into a thousand pieces. Horrible. Yeah. Oh, no. Ugh. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Let's have a rattle through these facts, Steve, and okay. pick ourselves a little cheeky winner. So, we had uh, the part of the North Pole... There, where domestic cats abandon, nobody gets buried. Mm. Uh, striking your head against a wall, you lose 150 calories. Uh, the two Harrison Fords on the. It's mm, good as well. It's good that Strong one, isn't week, it? Strong week, mm. The African frog. Yeah. Uh, yeah most reliable test. pregnancy tests. Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, New Zealander who won the French Scrabble, even though he didn't speak any French. That's a word. <laughs> <laughs> jelly babies were originally called unclaimed babies. My I kids love a jelly I'm baby. Interested in that? I just, yeah. you know, lemons float, lime sink, sloth can hold its breath longer than a dolphin, and a ten-year-old mattress disgustingly weighs double its original weight. What are you thinking? I, I mean, this are, they're all good, but I want to know a little bit more about um, the jelly baby. Why they were caught? You know, how round trees got it so wrong. For a couple of times, is it round yeah. trees or is it tree? Who was it? Uh, Bassett's, Bassett's of Sheffield. Okay, right. uh, so, well, I've actually already got the page up to you. I had a okay, feeling cool. you might go there. Um, the uh, this is on a BBC News. Uh, article. When did they, when did they, when were they, when did they invent them? 1918. Okay, oh, so it's end of war, so, so that end makes... of war, yeah, yeah, just nearly, yeah. Um, the jelly bean, uh, the humble jelly bean, has been uh, giving fans a sugary thrill for generations, it says here. Uh, but as a BBC journalist looks into the unravelling the jelly baby's dark past. Ooh, dark past. Don't, dark past, yeah. Don't cancel good, the it? jelly babies. <laughs> uh, the process by which you eat your, uh, your jelly baby, of course, that mm. people are like, how do you do it? It's a bit sli- slightly macabre, obviously. Yeah, yeah um, whatever, yeah. Uh, but uh, he says uh, this uh, this act of uh, say no cannibalism isn't the only disturbing chapter in the history of the much loved jelly bean. Okay, right. Uh, confectionery historians, not a job, not a job. Um, believe the earliest jelly bean was the work of an Austrian confectioner who worked for Friars in Lancashire. Mm, okay. uh, it's thought that in 1864 he was asked to make a mould for jelly bears, but the resulting sweet looked more like a newborn baby and was subsequently given the ghoulish name Unclaimed Babies. Okay, so they were meant to be bears, and he, yeah. the mould was weird, and he went, oh, like, like Unclaimed Babies? I think or, that was... or, or they've gone, that looks like a weird baby. Who's going to have that? Yeah, and they've gone, nobody. Unclaimed. Jenny, that is a great title. Put it on the box. <laughs> Uh, Tim Richardson, who's the author of Sweets, A History of Temptation, uh, said although the name might sound ghastly to modern ears, mm, sweet yes, eaters of Victorian era would barely have battered an eyelid. They were weird about them, weren't they, to be fair? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> unclaimed babies were just part of life back then. People would just yeah. leave them on church steps. and foundlings and everything. Yeah, yeah but it's just possible that people um, even found the name amusing at the time. 
you know, t- that times have changed. We can all say that, can't yeah, we? Yeah. There's jokes ten years ago, twenty years ago. That five. Uh, <laughs> yeah, five minutes ago. Yeah. This show, in fact, we could yeah. have been cancelled or something. We said it right eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the sweets were sold loose, and the jars uh, they were in wouldn't be labelled, so uh, people oh, okay. would say, "Can I?" Have, would have said, "Can I have some of those jellied babies?" Oh, okay. Um, so they, yeah. Yeah, and that's how it sort of became. Oh, okay. uh, what was the other one about the war thing? They were called. Uh, what was it called? Well, actually, the, the unclaimed baby's name was relatively short-lived. Apparently. Oh, okay, good. Um, once uh, Bassets of Sheffield began producing the novelty-shaped candy in 1918, um, yeah, two thousand. Oh, believe the sweets were rebranded as Peace Babies to mark the end of World War One. Oh, that's what you thought. Oh, okay. Uh, right. the, the story has proved difficult to corroborate. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, you your know. job, sweet historian. So, yeah, exactly. corroborate. Not my job, is it? Corroborate. You can't, just, you can't just walk around eating Rolos going, I'm a sweet historian. Yeah. Apparently, George Harrison was a big fan of the uh, sugary tweet as well as um, uh, one of what, the. Doctor yeah. Who, yeah. Tom Baker Doctor was Roo. a big. Uh, was a big he had the yeah. jelly babies, I think, didn't he? And George Harrison from, from of the Beatles. Mm. There you go. So, there that's you go. a good fact. Well done. Into that. If you've got one for next week, email me, Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. We've got another email here, Steve. A question oh, yeah. for Steve. Oh, and okay. This is from uh, Baz Potts in Newcastle. Right. Who right. says, hi, lads. This is more of a question for both of you rather than just for Steve. Right, okay. We'll allow it, won't we, Steve? Yes, fine, yeah. Well, they usually are, anyway. Yeah, they are, to be fair. Uh, I often wonder, what is the furthest I have ever been from any other human being? Oh, okay. Furthest distance? Yeah. Any says, other human? Yeah, and he says, I can only think it was Malta 95 when I snorkeled too far from the beach and ended up about half a mile away from shore. <laughs> what is the furthest you think you've ever been from any other human oh, being in your lifetime? I have thought about that. That's that very was... good, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good question, actually. Because obviously when you're on a plane, you're really far away, but you're surrounded by other people. Other so people, you're not, yeah. You're not... You're not um... So I guess if you skydived or something, that would... But you'd be quite far away, wouldn't you? Only when you're in the middle, though, because it, there's obviously a bloke doing the plane, you're still close to him, aren't you? So yeah. when you're in the middle of your skydive, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're equidistant from. Yeah, I don't know. So, what well, I can't think of when I've been. I, don't, I mean, I never get any time on my own. I mean, no, this face yeah. just triggered me. I'm just thinking, <laughs> I'd love to be able to be miles from all humans for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know no, really, because even when you've like gone climbing snow, Snowden or something. Yeah. Uh, there's other people. There's other people. Well, even yeah. when he was scuba diving off the coast of Malta, there was probably a submarine like six foot below him. Just yeah, yeah. Staring well, at his trunks. Going, around. His trunks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. That. I like that. I wonder we'll, 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 we'll think about that for next week. Won't it? We'll fire it out as well. Uh, who reckons they've been the furthest from another Any human other being? People. Tim yeah. Peake's not allowed to. He's not allowed to answer. Tim is Peake's is, is disqualified he's from this. Disqualified. Yeah. Can't have that. Um, but yeah, email me, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. I went snorkelling. I t- did I tell you when I was tr- looking for jelly babies? Jelly babies. Jelly babies obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Jellyfish. Uh, unclaimed jellyfish. Yeah. Oh, um, they're my favourites. Yeah. Did I tell you about that last week? I can't remember. Um, we mentioned jellyfish, but I don't know if you... Did well, yeah, I? Yeah, I was. I was saw thousands of them, Steve. Oh, yeah, you yeah. did, yeah. You, oh, you did God. tell me, yeah. yeah, yeah Absolutely did. terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah, but send us a send us a, an email on that if you can think of the fir- the time you were the furthest away from any other human. Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk This is Jason Manford. Absolute 
Excellent. This is Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. Uh, hope you have a lovely Sunday and enjoy your week. Uh, what are you up to today, Steve? Just kids, 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 kids. Yeah, bit of Sunday dinner. They love they love a roast. My my kids. Oh, I hate it. I love it. <laughs> His face drops. The eight year old. When I go have a roast, he goes, "Oh, roast." Not a fan. So, no, not a fan. Mine have come full circle now, and they actually they're into a into a roast. Um, well, maybe we'll I mean, get there one day. I've still got a daughter picking out vegetables when we do a bolognese. You know what I mean? Just think, oh for yeah. God's sake, I cannot be. I just can't be dealing with this. You know, I'm trying to keep you alive. Mm, exactly. <sighs> but yeah, no. Well, good luck, mate. With your with your stressful Sunday roast. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope your roasts have no stress uh, this afternoon. Have a lovely Sunday, and we'll see you at same time next week here on Absolute Radio.